All right, and we're live. This is BB, and I have Coach K to my left, and together we make up Queen City Polly. Welcome, everyone. It's episode five. Episode five. Glad to see everyone make it into the new year. This is our first time recording in the new year, so uh, we're really excited to give you some content. We've been busy trying to figure out life as it goes along. Yeah. A lot of changes coming up, so... Just trying to weather the storms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're moving in a few weeks. Might have to deal with some snow. Might. A little dusting. A little bit. Light dusting. It's been pretty interesting. How's your first 15 days of 2018 going? It's cold. Yeah, right? Yeah. You didn't move down here for this. No, I did not. Yeah, I'm sorry. On the behalf of the South, I'm sorry. You know? But back home is like two degrees for you, though. Yeah, but now I'm all used to this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's good, though. I don't know. I'm kind of... I'm trying to enjoy the moment, but I'm also like... "Ah, I want to be in the new place. Yeah, I'm ready to be in the new place. I'm tired of... It's like on and off. Like, we'll have a 60-degree day and then a 25-degree day. Yep. I need some consistency. Yep. I'm ready for warm weather. I'm ready to have moved already. I don't know. I don't like the limbo. Yeah. But I'm trying to get over that because that's life. Yeah. Other than that, though, all good. Healthy. Yes. I did a big boy thing. I got a physical this year. Thanks I, to Coach K. Yeah. I haven't gotten a physical since I was like 17. I was a little nervous. Your wife never made you a physical appointment? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, she went to the doctors and stuff like that, but Smart I never... Kid. Isn't that what you're supposed to, like, you get married and then you're, like, your wife tells you to do shit and then you're healthier? I guess so. I mean, she told me to do things, but I only like glisten. That's mm. probably why I'm not married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know. Also, today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, so happy MLK Day to everyone out there. Hopefully you got the day off, got a chance to listen to... I have a dream speech and reflect on how our country has fallen from that dream severely. <laughs> or just not made as much progress as we Man, would have hoped. We took a lot of steps back. Uh, yeah. Well, you know. <clears throat> I mean, we get to be together without any repercussions, though. So it's that's legal cool. for us to marry. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> you got to take your wins when you can, you know. Mm-hmm. We don't control the world, so... I bet. All right, so you're probably wondering what the hell we're going to talk about today. So, well, we wanted to corner the subject of coming out. So, coming out to your friends, family, coworkers, or whoever about being a polyamorous person. This is something that we personally don't have a ton of experience in because, one, my experiences coming out wasn't that wasn't that like dramatic yeah traumatic or dramatic it was just kind of oh okay like fine this you're just a guy that likes women but for you you're more careful careful about your things also because of your work environment also Yeah. yeah yeah we don't we don't have a lot of fun personal stories about this although 
You can always tell that fun Thanksgiving story you have. Maybe later. Was it Thanksgiving or Christmas? It's one of them. No, I think it was Thanksgiving. Yeah, my aunt said what she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Maybe we'll make them wait till the end of the episode to hear that story. Yeah, I gotta remember. I don't. I can't. Rem- <laughs> I don't know if I can tell that story and it'd be funny and also devastating at the same time. Hmm. Right, we'll ponder on that. I will. I will chew on that. Yeah. So, uh, but in general, other than just our own personal experiences coming out, we wanted to talk about why we even have to talk about this in polyamory. Um, because it's not the same as other people's processes of coming out about things that are more innate, shall we say? Right. With with some of the way we see, or at least I know for sure of myself, is that I don't see sexual orientation and relationship orientation as the same, on the same playing field as far as when it comes to coming out and rights and things like that. Because so far, to my knowledge, not pe- a lot of people haven't been killed in America for having a different relationship style. And that's not saying they haven't endured hardships, but with sexual orientation, people are literally being murdered. Um, people are, you know, being thrown out of their houses by their parents and stuff like that. And I know that does happen in the polyamorous world also, but I think with sexual orientation, it just seems like it it needed a, a, a bigger civil rights push than what comes with being polyamorous. I do think there's benefits of coming out, but it's not necessarily a necessity, it seems like, for some people. Right. And depending on how you structure your polyamorous relationships... It might be kind of weird to come out, except for to the people that you're dating, because if your partners don't really interact, or if you, essentially, some of your partners are just, like, could pass as friends to most people, Uh and, like, I don't know, there's, like, this weird line of at what point is it just too too much information, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can overshare a little bit and just give a little bit too much information that's needed for your life. Like, I probably didn't have to tell people at work, but I just like freaking people out. So, mm-hmm. and I wanted to, my position is like, it's not like the challenge. I want to challenge what they think is normal and then, and then compare it and see like what's their happiness looks like and things like that. Right. And I just feel more comfortable. I think because I'm a guy, yeah. if I was a woman, I probably would be a little bit more reserved. Yeah, because we do share that pastime of freaking people out. I do love to do it. I just. Yeah worry more about my own personal safety than you do yeah in some situations at least yeah so that's kind of what we see as far as like the difference between sexual orientation not to bash the poly community because i know we have flags and all that great stuff (laughs) but i just don't think we necessarily are on that same playing field when it comes to safety now it does look like in the legal world there's still some some progress to be made there because of with um, like custody with children and mm-hmm. things like that. We're hearing about people using that one spouse's polyamorous to kind of shed a negative light on the other person of saying why they're not fit to be a parent, 
which is super fucked up, so... Right, but, like, I don't know. I think the distinction is more that, um, like, there are hardships all around. I mean, I could be fired if I was, like, more out at work. No no problem, just Mm -hmm. like someone else. But um, I wasn't born this way. Like, this is a choice I make to Mm -hmm. structure my relationships and to be out about it. Yeah. Um, It's not like I'm being told I can't love you i mean i'm kind of being told i shouldn't love more than one person but like i'm kind of just being told to be quiet about it no i don't know Mm -hmm. because like even in the mono world um you could like say that you still want to have sex with other people or you could say that like you find people attractive and that's totally okay you just gotta say you're cheating or say you want to be monogamous (laughs) yeah and you're still cool it's not like you know i like women and I'm and people are like causing me hardship based on like who I love yeah in that way yeah it's it's definitely a a difference but like I said want to respect both sides but but why do we say like why do we even say coming out like do we, we need like some people hear me say like I'm not out or I haven't come out to somebody and they're like, what are you talking about? You're not, mm-hmm. you're not gay. Like, what, what are you saying? Yeah. But it is a coming out process too. Yeah. Because when you're not out about it, then you have to censor your life around people, which the more we do that, the less we feel authentic in the real world. And we want to be as authentic as possible because this makes for a healthier person, healthier relationships you want to talk about the different experiences you have with your your friends and family members and the people that you love and it's hard to do that when you have to keep disguising it as oh this person's just my friend or mm-hmm. or you have to completely not even acknowledge that you know so you and have so spent else. the night or whatever yeah. it is yeah so i think that's why it's really important just because it creates a healthier community mm. of people but so in this process most people want to say like well who do you tell first who are the allies in polyamory i would pick out people that are usually part of the lgbtq plus community because they understand what it's like to be stigmatized sorry dog um what do you think um sounds good yes but yes that's but it kind of sounds like you're just like who would be friendly you're trying to find people in the world that are friendly um how i would answer this is kind of who do i tell first i tell first the people who i share a lot of intimate details about Mm. my relationship with like if i talk to my best friend about like our disagreements or uh-huh. the it like idiosyncrasies. I don't know, like the little details of our lives. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, that's gonna be harder and harder for me to leave out or disguise poly type stuff. Like if a normal thing I would tell her is I'm going to the store and suddenly I can't tell her I'm going on a date. Like that's fucking weird. And I'm probably yeah. gonna be like, all right, I better come out to her because. I'm now, like, 
purposefully like lying by omission like if I tell if I have those kind of conversations with my mom or my sister then I'm gonna probably want to come out to them um and I think it's gonna start there with like friends and depending on how close you are with your family like the people that you really share a lot of detail with in your life um do you throw feelers out there do you start talking about open relationships in a way that it's like a third person looking in a subject and just asking them kind of like what they think about those sort of things and that'll gauge how comfortable you feel or I mean if we're talking about like a brand new friend Mm. yes we're talking about a friend I already have no but I like freaking people out True, yeah, and if it's a friendship level, because this came up in the Black and Poly post of, um, about if you tell your friends or not, or, mm. and or if like do y'all lose friends over mm-hmm. telling people? Then a lot of people were like, well, if you lose them, then like, are they really your friend from mm. that? But I think with us, we don't really have those type of friends. But there are people who are in more religious communities that have friends that are tied to like churches or really conservative views and or like have had bad hangups about cheating and open relationships and things like that so it would it would put a strain on their friendship because they're seen as like that person especially if you're like a solo poly person with like a married person and your friend is married and right. now all of a sudden you seem like a threat to their marriage or right. something and especially with like new friends where you want you aren't sure like you haven't laid that groundwork of trust um and people make a lot of assumptions i don't know if you if you bring it up right off the bat some people might think that you want them to be like that too or they might just feel pressure um to be okay with like very okay with it and and know a lot about it um and there's just not that level of intimacy between you um, developed. So, like, kind of feeling out how open they are in general is a good rule of thumb for, like, new friends. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, me personally, I mean, if you're my friend, I'm just going to kind of say... I mean, I'm going to say I'm not going to go into crazy detail and not stop. I'm going to obviously, yeah. like, see how you're reacting to the to the boring details first. Yeah. I'm not going to go straight into, like, I don't know. Yeah. Other talk, but. It's a, I guess when you're trying to tell people, I would just also, like, if you just don't feel comfortable at all, I would just, you know, go online first (laughs) and, and just like listen to other people's stories or just get start to get real comfortable with who you are first i guess so you can explain what it is so that you don't mm-hmm. sound like a person that doesn't have it together mm-hmm. um as far as like what what it is and what you're doing because yeah find some poly community online or yeah. in the real world like we talked about on previous episode i think episode two yeah and um seek out some community that that already 
is very well versed and very okay and living this life um and talk to them when you're like brand new and then you know like date and have partners and then I feel like sometimes you want to talk about it but Mm -hmm. everything is like so abstract that it just feels really weird like even for me like it feels weird coming out to some people because like unless I have unless I'm trying to tell them I'm about to go on a date um I don't really have like a lot of partners to talk about so it's like it just it just feels weird bringing Mm -hmm. it up yeah That makes sense. You know, unless you're like... Unless you're talking about me, about like a situation with me or something like that. Right, and those are are more likely like times talking about like a partner of yours. But even then, a lot of times it feels like TMI because it's like these are more friendships. Like it's not like we fight or like we have a lot of disagreements around the sex or something, so... I don't know. Unless you're making some weird joke on Facebook that my dad sees, I really don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You Sorry, know. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dad was ready to fuck me up, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't want no smoke. Oh, yeah. No problems. All right. Next point is the stigma. Stigma, stigma, stigma. What are the stereotypes about polyamorous people? Well, as a man, you're a commitment phobe. Mm. Um. That is, hasn't grown up yet. Mm, yep. And uh, mm-hmm. you don't respect women. Yep. Um, let's see. That's what they say. And you want your cake? Want to have your cake and eat it too? I want my cake and I want to eat it. Um, yeah, you're selfish and you're childish and. I'm not a real man because yeah. I don't take. I don't have just one woman. Yeah. Build up my kingdom. And no matter what I say, you're treating me like shit. Yeah, people keep thinking that. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, she she probably just does that to go along with it. I'm like, no, she's been doing this longer than me. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right, so that's what they say about you. Did I miss anything? Nope. All right. That's about it. What do they say about me? What do they say about the women? Well, first of all, nymphomaniac, because you're just out here banging it up with all the people. Yeah. Can't control your sex drive. Um, you, I don't know, they just think that you're a wretched woman. and What does that mean? I don't know, that sounds like an old term for, ratchet. like, ratchet, wretched. It's not ratchet, wretched. What is that? What's that? Um... They think that you have a lot of partners, as mm-hmm. far as like sexual partners. Mm-hmm. They think that you're so PC about this. Am I PC? They think I have a lot of partners. They think I'm a slut. Well, I didn't. I don't like using that term. <laughs> <laughs> PC. This is what I'm saying. Um, I I personally don't feel comfortable saying. <laughs> we're trying to say what they're saying about. Yeah, they call you a slut. All right. This yeah, that's what they say. They call you a slut. They, oh, especially since you're white, there's like, oh, only a white woman mm, will yeah. agree to that yep. shit. That freaky white woman. <laughs> yeah, like, only white women. Like, actually. Yeah, I have heard that multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. From multiple 
people I was talking to, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah black women don't do that, apparently. Apparently not. Mm-hmm. But um, except, I can say for sure that, that they, they do. do. Yeah. <laughs> black women definitely do. They just might not be open about it, maybe. I don't know. Um, and... And that you're just doing this and like you're you're gonna turn me monogamous. Oh yeah. You're just doing this until like I grow get up. Get you hooked. Yeah. You're gonna cowboy me in. And get or the, and get the ring. They say the opposite, about. right? Because you've had some friends that are like she's just like that do the same thing that um they say to you that say I'm not serious about you. Yeah, I've heard people it's said like both that. ways. You're just playing with my heart. Mm. Yeah. Just having fun. Yeah. While I'm over here in love. You know, I don't really love you because I don't. Yeah. Then I would want to commit. So those are basically all the stigmas that comes with being poly, and well, at least that we've experienced or at least heard about or felt. But add that with children and the family, and you get even more stigma. Yeah. Now I can't even imagine that. You're just that. a heathen. Yeah, I can't even imagine that with having children and saying, like, you're not raising the kids right, and what would the kids think, and... You care too much about sex. Yeah. Put your kids first. People forget that kids get here from people having sex. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's very important to our... And if anyone's species. having intentional families, it's probably the poly folk. Yeah. So, those are some of the stigmas I would. There's, from what I've seen or heard about, there's not a lot of people like getting crazy things done to them or like stigma. I mean, other than that, like if you're comfortable being called a slut and, you know, people telling you you're not committed or serious yeah, about your relationships. And you don't care about any of those things, then you'll be fine. Which slut shaming is a whole thing in itself, which the sex positive community is trying to get around, um, or trying to educate people about. But women are the worst of women. It seems to me. I mean, granted, dudes like do physical shit to you, but you know, yeah, like there was women defending at my job, like defending what's that guy's name? Which one? Matt Lauer. <laughs> Matt one? Lauer. I have no clue. Which one of those old guys. Yeah, Lauer, they're like defending yeah. Matt Lauer. I was like, he had a fucking button in his office. Close the door. <laughs> that shit's <is> weird. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I don't need a statement. <laughs> like, something won't write. Yep. So, yeah. So, those are stigmas. Um, employment. I would say that unless you are employed as a person of in the sex positive career work and things like that, that you should tread lightly on this subject at work unless you feel 110% confident that, you know, you won't get fired or unless you don't care about your job that much. I don't know. Yeah. I, I have to work, so. Says the out person at work. Yeah, but it's different. They already think I'm weird, though. So that's why I just added that to the to the pile. That's some male privilege right there. I know. It's really bad. 
I feel bad about it. That's just like a quirky thing about you. Yeah, it's like you're not like a super slut that we need to like side eye every two seconds. If if I told everyone at work, (laughs) like, can you even imagine? Yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would get the like. Was it Scarlet Letter or some shit, man? That's bad too. And considering the fact that they don't like know you in that way, no, and they'd think I'm like out here doing crazy shit. Yeah, and they'd think I'm. You know, DTF, some shit. Yeah, that's another thing. Once people find out you're polyamorous, then obviously you're down for everything. Like you're mm-hmm. consenting to everything. You're kinky. Like you're just yeah. You're kinky. You're you a got nudist. Lots of partners. You're like got shit ton of partners. You're all down. You like casual sex? Yeah. What? Yeah, they. It's a lot of things that people just start to just think about you. Yep. It's like nah. No. Yeah, it's still a, a process. <laughs> yeah, so uh, unless you work for yourself, um, yeah, make that decision with caution, especially as a woman. Yeah, um, I've I'm more out, so it's hard for Kay to be in. <laughs> so true. You make my life complicated, but I kind of want him to fire me. <laughs> so that helps. Yeah, and once we like, you know write books on polyamory and stuff like that that'll be enough for us to live off of for at least six months so that's cool (laughs) we'll figure this out yeah we'll just be a tag team of uber drivers but you say i'm a bad driver i didn't say you're a bad driver i just wouldn't drive the way you drive (laughs) (laughs) i would just not do what you do right not saying it's bad obviously you you've gotten home every day so all right we talked about a lot of negative or stigma things let's talk about something positive if you come out you're being visible for the community you're being visible for the community which means that the stigma slowly starts to wither away as more and more people our friends and family members with polyamorous people and we real they realize that we're not these crazy um sex addicts that can't control ourselves we are just like everyone else yeah but don't feel like you gotta be that person for the community though no that's a very personal choice it is i'm just saying like these are some of the positives of coming out it is just yes. like when people come out with their sexual orientation, mm-hmm. it kind of... As is that, is as, that your favorite part of being out? Yes, it is. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I am... You know what my favorite part of being out is to the people I do come out to? What's that? I really like the look on dudes' faces when they realize that there are women out there that like... Mm. Genuinely... I don't know, are, are, are sexual beings that have their own agendas. And there's like this look they get in their eyes sometimes where it's like, wow, women are people too. <laughs> I guess that's your feminist side <laughs> coming out or whatever. Like, that's what you really like. <laughs> yeah. Because like, there's this look that they get sometimes that's just like, I didn't know there was women like you out there, you know? Mm, yeah. It feels like the narrative is constantly you know 
fuck your happiness. Like, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Marriage is miserable. You know what I mean? Like, right, look, yeah, yeah. look at all of our cultural examples of, like, you're just supposed to suffer together. Like, all this stuff where... Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of the times the story is that the woman wants it, which is not true yeah. most of the time. Um, but the story is it's the woman's idea and the woman wants it. And then women are fed the idea from a very young age that this is what you want. And this is what you have to demand from men. And, I mean, when I was, like, first starting to date and stuff, like, that's what I thought. Like, if you don't try to nail him down, then he doesn't respect you or he won't respect you and stuff like that. So, it comes from all sides, but um, I think a lot of dudes, like, they think that the only way to make a woman happy is to be exclusive and commit to her and, you know, make yourself small or, or... Mm-hmm. say no to a lot of your desires or whatever you can't be your whole self with a woman yeah um that's the narrative that's out there yeah to the point where dudes are like closer to their friends than they are their like spouses yeah it's and that's what i what i like or what i see myself as i see i want to use my I guess, yeah, privilege mm-hmm. of being, of the ability to be out about that, to kind of be a person that tries to push it forward and get it so that men and women are able to be out and not have to worry about negative things happening to them just because of that. Right. Because that relationship style doesn't put them any type of morality on who we are as people. Yeah. We're we're no better or no worse than monogamous person. They chose that style, right? So we're just trying to live Yeah. Our we're, own path and Yeah. Be ourselves in our relationships. Yeah. What everyone wants is pursuit of happiness and that's what we're trying to do. And we want to be able to do that without any repercussions from governments and employment and all the other things. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of my ways is being visible for that. Um, granted, like I said, like you don't have to think of yourself in that way. As a black person, I used to think a little bit too much about being black and it becomes like overwhelming because you feel like you have an entire race on your back and that's a lot of pressure for anyone yeah you know so do know that the the moves you make and stuff like that once you're out people are going to start identifying like oh that's that's what what poly people people do do. Mm -hmm. so it's a small mm -hmm. community of at least people who are out yeah Um, so yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And you have to own it if you're going to do that. Um, and it should be, like, it shouldn't be this, like, heavy, heavy burden. It should be a weight lifted that you are out. Yeah. Like, if you, and if it feels like such a heavy, heavy burden just being out, then maybe you should just, you know, keep it to yourself a little longer. 
Yeah, I mean, it's still it's still not normal yet, so you can stay closeted and, you know, be with your partners, let your partners know so they don't out you by accident, things like that. Um, but yeah, go at your own pace. Um, do what you feel comfortable with right now. And then as you become more comfortable and confident in who you are and your relationship styles, then I say go for it. I mean, the community's there for you. When you do do that and they're there to support you, that's what the community is there for. So, um, and that was our last bullet point was basically just going back to what we said in other episodes, just connect with poly community. It's just, I recently had, I recently had a friend text me while, um, her boyfriend had went out on a date with someone and, um, it's good to have someone that you can talk about those things with because you might not be able to do that with any other family members or friends because, they don't understand and they would just say things like well why do you even let him go on dates with other people Mm -hmm. and that doesn't help you during that situation if you're feeling if you're having feelings about something and you're not sure how to process it Um, so that's why to me the community is it's helpful stop that charlie stop that so Any last words? I want you to tell your story. Tell my story. So, it was fall. (laughs) Um, You were seeing me. And, uh... A couple of other people were in the mix. (laughs) I had some relationships going. Yeah. Yeah. And you were going home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. As a recently separ- semi-recently separated man. Yeah. So this was probably your first Thanksgiving home without a partner in a, quite some time. Yeah. And you decided... <laughs> I'm gonna... Be... I don't know. I you forgot... a vow of honesty. <laughs> yeah, they... It was my mom... My mom, sister, my aunt, and then my cousin. What was harder, coming out as Polly or coming out as dating a white girl? Dating a white girl is way harder. <laughs> <laughs> dating a white girl is definitely harder to come out. Uh, and my grandma was in there in the room. Yeah. And uh, my grandma I was so and my grandma's friend and yeah. my grandma's friend was so chill because she was just like, "Hey, I say do what you do, baby." <laughs> I was like, "Yo." This lady, <laughs> but yeah, so they just asked me, like, if I had. So what? Well, so someone's passing the peas, and you're just like, "Hey, by the way." No, they cornered me. I was sitting at the table, and they're just like cornering me about. Oh, you know, of course, because they want me to get married again, mm. like right away, and um. Not even divorced yet. I know, and then, I was saying, I was saying, like, you know, I don't think I'm going that route again, and there's like. My mom thought I was gay, so she was waiting for me to, like, say I'm gay. And I was like, I'm not gay. Sorry to disappoint you. Um, but She was ready to love you anyway. Yeah, that was really sweet of her, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, she was probably, like, Googling shit and uh, how to have a gay son. I was like, look at my mom. Um, but no, uh, they were asked, I was like, no, I think I'm going to just not have, like, a wife or and I'd just rather have, like you know girlfriends or and like 
and I talked about a situation where it was like you and someone else was over and then my aunt eyes got big and she was like <laughs> what if when that girl gets jealous and she tries to poison your cereal and I was like what <laughs> why, would, why would she do that it's like you don't know how these women are they pretend like they fine and then they they want to get you they want they want you all to themselves and I was like no, I don't, I don't think that's how that works. Like, I think they're fun. I think they like it. Yeah, like, they never said anything. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that was kind of how that went. And so, what, every- so, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Somehow you started talking about how me and another person was in the same room. What, yeah, I don't how know did- how. I can't remember how that happened. Oh, my goodness. I didn't tell my, I didn't talk to my family about it the reason. I did not do that. Okay. Interesting. I don't think I did that. There's no way I did that in front of my mom. I might have been drinking. I don't know. You can't drink at that house. This was at my aunt's house. Oh, okay. Where there was like still some leftover E and J from like two years ago. My <laughs> word. I'm off the bottle now, though. Liquid courage. I'm off the bottle. Evie <sighs> comes out, starts giving up way too many details. Yeah. Yeah. I get transparent, you know. You know. But anyways, my family still loves me. They love you. <laughs> yes, they do. We're good. Mm-hmm. You know. They still, you know, doesn't mean they understand everything. They True. still make little comments here and there about making sure you're taking good care of me. And, yeah. You know. Yeah, they still operate off of that old model. And my mom calls. She's like, what is Kaylee cooking? And I'm like, you know. Well, we're doing pizza. <laughs> yeah. But lately, you've been able to answer that a little bit. I've been cooking. Yeah. Vegan meals. Does that freak her out more? If I can get my mom to make a vegan meal, I think I've made it in life. Yeah. If she can make a vegetable without putting... Butter. What? Yeah. Pork. Or pork in it. I think I've done my well, job on earth. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible if that happens. Mm-hmm. And then I just gotta get my friends from back home to stop eating chitlins. <sighs> yeah. That's terrible. Anything that comes in a like plastic bucket. That's disgusting. <laughs> Pig intestines. Yeah. Oh boy. They'll learn someday. But yeah. So that wraps up episode five. you have any last words, my hmm. dear? Yeah, come out if you want to. Yes, come out if you want to. Do your thing. Be you. No, oh, I wish we had. I wish we had that song. I'm coming out, and I want the world to know. Gonna let it. That's what you're going. Yeah, okay. that's what you go. It's a coming out song. At first, I had the closet song by Eminem, but that was more like skeletons in the closet, right? <laughs> Cleaning out my closet. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Look what you did to me, mom. <laughs> angry white man. <laughs> it's a different way of coming out. Yeah, only he oh, could oh, make. Oh, he's cleaning out his closet. Cleaning out his closet. Yeah, because yeah. it's got skeletons in there. Yeah, it's not the same. No, different yeah. closets. All right. Well, that's episode five. Like I said, enjoy your MLK Junior Day. Keep going. We'll see you next week on Queen City Poly.
Y'all take care. Be easy. Peace. Stay warm. Stay warm.